Life After the Fight is a show that speaks to everyday issues pertaining to our mind, body, and soul. We will address topics ranging from mental health, self-care, fatherhood, family, relationships, and more. Our goal is to encourage listeners to keep fighting through the obstacles, challenges, and struggles. The focal point is simple. Seek a fresh perspective. Become teachable and improve your overall health and wellness. If you're craving more growth and development, this podcast is for you. All right, man. What's up, man? Back at it again. I'm loving being back here, talking to our audience, definitely mixing it up with you and uh, seeing what our different views are on uh, uh, the topics that we choose. So uh, with that being the case, uh, first of all, how's your family and everybody? Oh, everybody's good, man. Sons are good. Yes, they just, you know, growing. That's that's it. I mean, growing and just, you know, I do want to say something before we get into the show. One thing that's amazing about being a father okay is being able to have continuous intellectual conversations about topics that you I'm, i feel like i'm prepared for okay you know a lot of times parents will say oh my gosh i don't even know what to say or this this came up but i feel like god has prepared me for so many things um as as, as a father and the things that my boys you know, talk about the questions they ask. I'm like, wow, like, son, that's interesting. Like, you know, I, okay, let's talk about it. And we have such an open dialogue gotcha. that it's, it's amazing how we can, all three of us, can just sit down and have a conversation and everybody is able to participate evenly. Well, good. Just like myself, inquiring minds want to know. So give me an example of a topic that you're talking about. This sort of audience can go because they, I know they're sitting on oh, yeah, you know, yes. pins and needles going, well, what is he talking about? Well, I, I think the audience will appreciate this one. <laughs> I have a 19 year old son and a 14 year old son. Okay. So he's about to go into second year of college, and my youngest is about to go into his first year of high school. Nice. One of the topics that we recently had a conversation about was about women. Uh, and the interesting part about this conversation was the fact that. They wanted to know why women communicate differently than men. And so a lot of it stems from their interactions with their mothers and and how sometimes they have a hard time understanding where their mothers are coming from when they either A, ask them questions or make comments and it confuses them. So as I'm listening to them, I just basically let them know in so many words. I said, well, son, sons. Women are much different in nature than men are. Okay. You know, women are more emotional, men are more logical. But when you put them both together, they have so much dynamics to offer. But one thing about a woman that you will learn and understand as you get older is that you will be better off listening okay. than trying to talk and compete with a woman in conversation. Because a lot of times women will say a lot of things from an emotional standpoint. And until they're able to get it all the way out, mm-hmm. they're not going to either A, leave the, 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 the conversation alone, or B, they're not going to be satisfied with getting out what they need to say. Okay. I said, so the best thing to do is to listen and let them finish. Okay. And then when they finish, you make sure they're finished by saying, 
mom, are you are you finished? And when they say yes, it's okay, may I respond? By that point, you then let your mom know that you heard everything that was being said. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for you to, you know, respond. I says, that's the best way to approach it. Now, I can't tell you if that's going to work all the time. But most times you want to be able to at least let your mothers have the opportunity to speak. You may not agree with everything they say. You may not like everything that they say. But as long as you give them that respect that's needed, then you will be able to at least gain that respect back from, from your mothers. And so they have been doing it. And they'll give me real re- reports on certain topics. And then I, I know some of my, sometimes some my sons will say that it wasn't even worth responding to. I'm like, why is that? Because I knew that if I would have said something against what they said, it would have drawn out to a long argument or a disagreement. I just didn't want to deal with that. So I just listened. I said, you know what? I'm just not going to say nothing. I'm going to hear out, and I'm just going to be quiet. I said, you're learning. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything specific that they wanted to glean from you, from your experience? Yeah. Um, how do you and how did you deal with them when you were with them? Okay. <laughs> and so I would give them examples. I said, you know, just like you was a learning curve. Yeah. I said, but as time went along, I've learned that listening really worked because Let's just say it turned into a conversation that was very um, aggressive, or let's just say adversarial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's say that. Let's just say it was. It turned into an argument. Um, the best thing I could have done was to just be quiet and not say anything to diffuse it. I said, but as human, of course, once I get riled up, then I, you know, I get into defense mode. I said, well, what I learned to do was. Let them do all the talking and let them be right. I said, because if I let them do all the talking and let them be right, then that will take the pressure off of me as far as, you know, staying mad at me. I said, I "I had to learn that. I says, and even now today when I deal with them, our relationships are much better because we've grown, we've matured. But because we understand each other's makeup, I know there's certain things I cannot say and I know certain things I can't say. And so I just have to learn how how to pick my poison, if you would, and just say, you know what? I'm just not going to say anything. I'm going I'm to I'm let them win this one. And that's that. But I think now we have a much better relationship talking, um, you know, both, both of the, their mothers. And it just, it, just, it just starts with being able to start with peace and end with peace. No, that's good. I mean, always staying in a position of de-escalation. Definitely. But what I will say that I'll add to, because I was listening to what you were saying about um, let them be right. And uh, I know for our female listeners, uh, we don't we don't want to placate. So the thing that I would only add to that is if you want to, let them be right. Uh, my addition to that is to also question them on why they think they're right on the things that they think they're right on. Oh, yeah. You know, Most rather than saying, hey, I think you're wrong or debating them. Don't yeah. ever debate anybody, yeah. but just let them substantiate their point yeah. of view. Because what I've discovered a lot of times is when you, rather than tell someone from your perspective that they're wrong, you question them on their rightness. And when you question them on their rightness, you silence yourself to hear the answer that they're going to give. Definitely. And it also gives them the opportunity to hear what they're saying, Mm -hmm. hopefully. Yes. And in the midst of that, maybe make some amendments or corrections to that initial statement because then they have time to go, oh, wait a minute, he's calling me on the mat as to, well, why do I think this way? Mm-hmm. 
And when they go back to why they think that way, it could be a question in their mind that, hey, I'm going to substantiate it this way. Or yes. they could also rethink the situation and says, wow, that's, that's selfish on my end because I am not taking into consideration the other party or parties, or in that, in, in that particular case, you and your feelings. Yes. And it may make them adjust whatever it is they were going to say. So that just came to my mind as you were telling me. Yeah, and I, and I agree. And, I, and I've done that. I just know for them, as they're growing up and yes. learning, um, I, I give them tools to use, and I continue to give them more tools as they get older. But thus far, they're handling pretty well because... And that's good. Let them hit their head a few times. Oh, no, no. They, we, they you are and hitting. I both had to hit no, our no, no, hands they, and learn. Yes. Let them do the same thing. They're hitting their, they're hitting their head, <laughs> but but in hitting their head, they're also saying, all right, Dad, so listen, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. And you know, I got irritated and frustrated. I said, okay. And you, you, you're you entitled to be irritated exactly. and frustrated. I said, exactly. but you do have to know this. The best way to resolve a situation with your mothers is to just listen Understand where they're coming from. Yes. And 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 not even try to fight it or question it if you can help it. Mm-hmm. I said, because at the end of the day, you got to realize this. A woman is going to speak her mind and a woman is going to say what she's going to say, whether you like it or not. And a lot of times it may just be them just getting some off their chest or venting or they just may have a bad day or they just be maybe feeling some type of way. Whatever it is, give them the floor, let them speak, and then... You know, try to understand as best you can. That's funny you say. I was thinking, yeah, you can you can question a woman, you can debate a woman, you can argue with a woman, <laughs> but if it's your mom, yeah, just shut up. Just shut up and be quiet. Yes, that's the best thing you can do with man, your moms, man. So hey, but I'm glad that you had that. Oh little, yeah, it was good. Dialogue it was good. I'm enjoying and, it, man. I'm enjoying every day of it, man. Well, the beauty of it is, uh, it keeps you connected to the reality yes. of their lives, man. Because Man. I gotta be honest, I didn't have that relationship with my father. I don't mm-hmm. know if you did with yours, but no, I didn't. Uh, it's good to see that you're trying to have that with your sons, mm-hmm. and hopefully they'll they'll you know pay it forward to their sons and daughters if yes. they have kids. You yes. know? So that's that's a and real good day. You you being the perfect example yes. of how they can make their their journey of life just a little bit easier. That 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 in and of itself yes. is uh, not to be cliched is worth more than silver and gold. Oh, most definitely. And and the goal really is for me. And this is not a knock, you know, towards my father, but I want to make sure as a father that I do a better job than my father. Good. And the reason why I say that is because as we get older, from generation to generation, you have to make some progress. You got to make some changes. And even though I didn't get certain things from my father, I want to make sure that I can provide them for my kids. Good. You know, because they, the more equipped they are, the more successful they will be in their own relationships, whether they get married, have kids, whatever, they'll just, they'll be, just be more well-rounded. And that's, that's the goal. And it'll be better for the rest of the world. Most that's a rippling yeah. effect. Most they're doing good, then they get, it, it ripples out to the rest of the world. That's yeah. a great thing. But, you know, for time's sake, um, I think we've talked enough about that, but oh, like, yeah. let's let's get to your topic because I know yeah, this one. Oh my God, this one, about tonight. man. The audience, <laughs> the audience, um, the audience is going to really feel this one because I I felt it as I was contemplating what would be a good topic to discuss. 
that will encourage but also check us at the door. Okay. And that is, can pain turn into power? Okay. Um, and, and we can go so many directions for the sake of time. I want to just kind of land on the pain that has been caused based on hurt. Okay. Um, you know, that can either it can be in a relationship, it can be rather, you know, with your family, a significant other, a co-worker, friend, etc. A lot of times when we're initially hurt, uh-huh. I believe we don't really recognize it until we feel it. Okay. And so a lot of times certain things that like stomping your toe. Yeah, yeah, that happens after 10 seconds of stuff. Yeah. But but a lot of times when we're hurt by someone. It takes us time, most times, to internalize it to the point of we're like, you know what, I'm really messed up behind this. You know, um, some people, yeah, it's processing. And yeah. so when we sit in that pain long enough, we start processing to the point where we internalize it. And then, and then after we do that, it weakens us. Mm-hmm. You know, whether we become, you know, um, we start crying, we, we, we're angry, we're mad, we're disappointed, whatever, whatever feelings we're experiencing, that pain, depending on what's been done, that pain sets in. And when it sets in, it usually stays for a while, just based on the severity of it. And I think a lot of people don't really understand how to deal with pain as it relates to being hurt or being disappointed. And so I wanted to kind of look at how we can turn pain into power, because anything that we've endured anything that we've experienced from someone whether we like it or want to or not at some point we got to look at not necessarily what was done to us okay but what part did we play you know i'm glad you picked this tonight uh you know turning your pain into power because i have to to be honest i was excited to hear about this topic because this is not something that i i've ever spoken on before and so um I'm probably going to be doing a lot more listening tonight with this topic than I am going to be speaking because I, I got so many questions just myself, and I'm sure the audience has yeah. the same questions. How do you turn pain into power? Well, you know, it. I look at it from this perspective. When you take the onus on, on yourself and you become accountable okay. for your actions, okay. that's power because what you're doing is you are acknowledging something that you either A, did wrong, or you could have done better, or you could have done right. Okay. So power is just basically position yourself to take ownership of whatever it is that you might have done, and then turn that into something positive. When you have the power to do something, that means you have the power to change. You have the power to make better. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Let's say you and I had a disagreement, Okay. and it got so intense that you threw something at me from my past, right? <laughs> right, right. I mean, you've never done that, but you threw <laughs> no, something. I, I, I'm just like, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, so you threw something at me from my past, right? Right, right, right. And it was a, it was, it was, it was a stinger because it was, it was, it was a sensitive topic. Like the Scorpios we are. Yes, we are, exactly. <laughs> so you, you stung me really well, right? And I was like, oh, so you gonna go like, oh, you gonna go there? Dude, I told you that in confidence and you, oh, you gonna, that's how you gonna do it. And then I immediately go back at you with something even deeper. And then now we have a fallout, right? Don't talk. I can easily go home mad as heck and put it all on you because you took the first strike, right? Right. right. But not take into consideration 
how I countered it. Gotcha. Now, I chose to counter it based on my feelings and emotions because you hurt me at that moment. So now, you know the you know they're saying hurt people hurt people. So since you hurt me, I'm gonna hurt you right. I'm gonna I'm gonna come right back at you. And rather than giving me a response, my action caused the reaction. There you go. Gotcha. That's it. So check this out. At that moment, I became powerless because I used my my weapon of get back to now give you the same thing you gave me. Gotcha. Which means what? I gain nothing. Right. When you think of power, power just really represents what you gain or what you become have authority over. Right. And so when you have authority over something, then you're able to be dominant in that authority. At that moment, instead of coming back at you, I could have just easily been like, okay, all right. All right, well, I think we should end this conversation <laughs> and give us some air, and I'm about to be out. At that moment, I just took the liberty and control of the situation, stood my ground, didn't retaliate, and then I left. And then I was able to now leave processing the whole situation and giving it air to breathe <clears throat> and then take it upon myself to have a conversation with you and tell you, I know we had a little disagreement, but you didn't have to go there. Like, that was really foul. I said, so I, I would I would expect for you to next time not do that. And I deserve an apology. Now, right. the power that's in me is self-control. Right. Okay. The power in me is taking ownership of the situation, but at the same time, making sure I'm able to clearly express how you made me feel. That's taking ownership of the situation from a positive perspective. You know, you're making me think about something. I don't know if it's in the same vein as this, but it's almost uh, when a person asks you a question, you have to ask yourself before answering, does this person really want my answer or are they using my words as ammunition for a later date? Yes. Because if you know that they're asking you a question that you know that they should know the answer to it, but they want to hear you verbally say something, yes. that's where it comes into play. Again, I don't know if it's along the same lines as this, but no, that's, that just makes me think about came into the power part. Yes. Because some people will say, well, if you answer a question with a question, it means you're stalling or you're trying to be evasive. However, the question being asked to the question that was asked of you is sometimes necessary for the clarity of that situation or moment at hand. Yes, yes. And you have to be mindful and have the wherewithal mm -hmm. to understand the situation that you're currently in. So you're right. No, that makes sense with the, yeah. with the pain and the power. And, and just to add to that, when I think of power, I, I think of strength, right? Mm -hmm. And I think of taking charge of a situation um, with the understanding that I'm going to have a strong will to succeed in whatever I'm doing. If I'm in pain based on what was caused, okay. you know, someone caused me pain, I can handle it one of two ways. I can like we talk about. I can retaliate. I can throw stone for stone, or I can take the high road, and I can basically shut down the conversation 
or dismiss it as far as leaving it. Right. And then coming back to it and then basically having a conversation and express how it made me feel. Now, in order to do that, George, you have to be not only mature enough, but you also have to be strong enough as far as your feelings and your emotions to be able to handle it. Because a lot of times, people don't handle their emotions and feelings well because they get defensive. They're so oh, quick. They feel like they're being attacked. attacked. So they want to, That's it. you know, That's it. they really want to deflect That's or it. Uh, That's it. <laughs> be spiteful. <laughs> spiteful, yeah. So, so in order to be able to turn the pain into power, number one, you got to be able to control your emotions. You got to be able to control your feelings. And then you got to be confident in your communication. You being able to express exactly how you feel and making sure that it doesn't come off as if you're attacking somebody or you're trying to check somebody. Yeah, it takes a whole lot. <clears throat> and so I tell people this all the time. Effective communication really is just expressing yourself in a way that anybody can receive it. You know, I have an example now that you brought this up. Mm -hmm. And this is, I think, very apropos for the situation. I remember even calling my brother and asking him because uh, I'm going to use a, a synonym for the word pain and I'm going to go hurt. Okay. I had a few people that I considered close to me to, and you know, I like to play in the market. Right. And for those of you that are listening, what I mean is I mean the stock market, stocks, bonds, things of that nature. And I had a few guys who I use the word feign interest only because of their actions, but I'm not going to say that that's what they were doing. It's just that it's what I perceived it to be. And I would get calls from these various guys because I would make some pretty decent moves in the stock market and tell them about it. And they would go, oh, man, you should have told me about that because I want to do this and I want to do that. And so I would get calls from them periodically. Like, hey, man, what's hot in the market and this and that? And I would just immediately give an answer. And then one day I felt, am I being used? <laughs> so I called my brother and he said, look, so that you don't mess up the relationship with these people, do this instead. When they call you and say, hey, what's hot in the market? Mm -hmm. Turn it around and say, you know, I don't know, but why don't we both check it out, see what's happening out there, and let's get back together next Tuesday or Wednesday. Exactly. Call me That's up, good. tell me what you found That's out, good. and I'll tell you what I found That's out. Redirecting. Yeah. Well, what I realized is that none of these guys ever call me back. Of course not. Because they didn't want to have any skin in the game. There you go. But was only calling me. To see what they could fish. And you got your answer. And I got my answer. <laughs> and now no one asks me about anything because Man. they know that I'm going to say, well, hey, why don't we both investigate the situation? So I figured out through my brother to use another tool. He goes, well, are these friendships important to you? Yeah. I go, yeah, they are. He goes, well, don't ruin the relationship. Yeah. Just make them have to actively participate in whatever it is they're asking yeah. about. Yeah. And so I turned that pain into a power, power man. So that just gave me the example. And, and listen, man, <laughs> let, let me tell you what you also did. You avoided anything from happening from a negative perspective. Because right. let's just say you told them how you really felt. Yeah, then that, I, would, I wouldn't have a relationship. You probably wouldn't have a relationship with them. Because they'd be hurting hard feelings on both sides and, and nobody would say anything and we couldn't move past it. And, and I just want to say this to the audience. We deal with things like this every day from different, you know, situations and one of the most common 
in relationships, you know how sometimes, let's just say your wife, for example, says, honey, you know, how do I look at this? Well, she already knows. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but, okay but, but listen, for the audience, for the audience sake, right. <laughs> you have one or two options, fellas. You can either really be truthfully honest or you can be general. Yes. Based on how your woman is. No now, way. hopefully you know her. And hopefully you know her. Now, now you can take the route of being general because you don't want to cause no pain. Right. Right? Right. And but if you decide to be butt naked honest, you're gonna cause some pain. Because right. you're gonna hurt her feelings. And now you don't have to deal with that. Right. You making me think about that recent <laughs> situation with uh and again, I don't follow these people. But I heard bits of the story okay. about this BB Rexa was having a tech situation with her boyfriend, and he was mm -hmm. thinking it was private, and she took it public oh, wow. by showing his text because she asked him something mm -hmm. to the effect of, "Oh, does does to your point about the dress or whatever?" She's yeah. like, "Does my face look a little fatter?" And so he was honest and said, "Well, you know, because <laughs> I love you, I'm not trying to hurt you, but you know, if you gain wow. 35 pounds." Yeah, you're gonna look a little bigger in the face, and she took that offensively. Yes, and he was just saying it out of honesty. Mm -hmm. So sometimes relationship, you gotta ask yourself: <laughs> Is it better to be honest and right, or just be quiet and keep peace? <laughs> and, and, and you know what? I'm so glad you you brought that example up, man, because. <laughs> You know how sometimes, and I'm sure you've seen this in corporate America, a lot of times people in certain positions misuse their power. True. Because they feel that because of the status that they have, right? Mm -hmm. And because of the money they may have, they can say and do whatever they want because they feel they have the power to do so. But one thing they don't understand is, is that just because you have the power to do something, do something doesn't necessarily mean that you exercise it. Because you don't know what you can cause. You can cause a lot of damage and pain. Yes. So I, so I tell people this all the time. Just because you have the means to do something, make sure you understand that it's not going to cause any repercussions and consequences. Right. But then <clears throat> let's say you do cause some pain and didn't know it. Well, you always have the power to change it. You always have the power to make it right. And the one thing I know the audience will, will agree with me is the hardest thing for anybody to do when they're wrong is to admit it. Yeah. Well, it's to acknowledge it. For the majority of people, I'll say I agree with that. You have a few people who are probably mature enough yeah, definitely. to be able to take that kind of consider, uh, criticism constructively. But yes, you're right. The majority wouldn't. And again, when you're truthful with a lot of people, they will uh, take it as a, a, like you said, a stinger earlier and try to deflect mm -hmm. or retaliate or react against it. And it, it puts you in a position where you go, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yes. However, in the case of a, a, a real authentic relationship, you, you should be able to be honest and tell a person how you feel without any repercussions mm -hmm. but we know a lot of times that happens to not be the case so we gotta yes. walk on eggshells and, mm -hmm. and tiptoe around certain situations so uh, i think to your point 
and you said turning your pain into power, uh, I see it as whatever was meant for that pain that you somehow have internally elevated yourself to get to a place of power. Not that you're better than mm -hmm. or that someone else subordinate to you, but that you put yourself on a plane where you're like, regardless of what happens, I'm going to make sure that I'm okay. I'm okay. And I'm going to make sure. And as we, as we close up this topic, I've been hurt before in relationships, and I'm sure you've been hurt before. Of course, before. Yeah. You know, we we kind of know each other over 30 yeah. years. But one of the things I can say is this: one thing I've learned from my pain is the fact that I've learned to guard my heart and to not totally invest so much so soon unless I know that it's going to be joint. It's going to be reciprocated. And so a lot of times I've given too much too soon and I was taken advantage of and I was taken for granted. And then as a result, I was disappointed. And then, I, then my hurt became, it, it grew to the point where it just kind of pushed me down and it took me so long to recover. But as I got older and I started to get more mature, I realized I'm only going to invest as much as I'm getting back. Right. And so that kept me from not being so hurt. Because the power that I had to take was, I need to take power over my, my heart. I need to take power over my mind. And I definitely need to take power of my person. And I'm not going to let anybody else take advantage of me or, or treat me in a way that they would want to be treated. And that's such a good point you said. Guard your heart. Yeah. You know, whenever you talk or whenever you or anyone talks, I was just to paint a picture in my head for this. And for the audience, I hope you heard that. He says, guard his heart. Mm -hmm. What he's saying is he learned from the things that had happened to his heart, but he didn't isolate because of it. Exactly. So for those of you that are listening, guarding your heart is one thing, but don't take your heart out of the game and imprison it somewhere mm -hmm. so that it's not available at all. Because then you're just doing yourself an injustice because the rest of the world's not going to care. They'll find out whatever their love is somewhere else. And you'll just be X'd out of the game. So, yeah, guard your heart. I'm glad you said that. Guard your heart so that you learn from those situations. So going forward, you are careful about your next steps and that it didn't make you run away. As we, said, as we were kids, you're not going to let me play. I'm going to take my ball and go home. Go home. Don't do that. Yeah. Keep, keep Stay in there. But just use that experience for growth. That's it. Growth. Because growth is going to <clears throat> elevate you. Yeah. And it's going to give you the power to elevate and change and get better and then in a better place. But also, too, you'll be able to experience much more from a positive perspective than a negative perspective. Because to be able to have the power to say no, to be able to have the power to say not right now, to be able to have the power to say, I'm not doing this this time around. You have to take ownership of your life and use your power to your advantage in a constructive manner because no one is ever going to be able to take advantage of you or mistreat you unless you allow it. Got to give them permission. Yep. Pain into power, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yes. Life after the fight. It's been a good one, man. It's been a great one. Yeah. Hopefully, audience, you got something from it. Hopefully, it allows you to think a little bit more and 
give yourself a chance to grow. Give your chance. Give yourself a chance to explore, but also never give up on yourself because you got too much to offer. I'll end it on this. For every one of you that are listening, I am. I want you to give yourself daily two gifts. The reason I'm saying this is because I learned in the last two weeks to give them to myself. The first gift is the gift of compassion for yourself. The second gift is the gift of grace that you give to everyone else all the time. You're worthy. Give yourself compassion and grace daily. And your life will be so much better. I agree. Well, till next time. It was right, nice. Man. It's been great, man. There you go. Thanks for spending this time with us. See you next time. All right. Thank you.